Robin Sharma once said, change is hardest at the beginning, messiest in the middle, and the best at the end. Welcome to the True Talk Podcast. Talking about changing the narrative in relationships, self-empowerment, development, and healing. Finding peace and contentment in life. Saginaw's very own True Talk Podcast. True Talk Podcast. The podcast you didn't know you needed. In the words of Lauren Hill, it could all be so simple. Now, here's your host, Bree Trudell. Welcome back, everybody, to the True Talk Podcast. It's been so long. Hello, how is everybody doing? Um, it's definitely been a little bit longer than what I intended. <laughs> um, but if any of you follow me on Facebook or social media, you would know why. A lot of amazing, amazing things have happened to me um, this, just this year, um, within the first couple of months of this year, actually, until now. And it's all been amazing things, but very life-changing things that required me to have my full attention on them. And I never want to kind of be half in with this and half in with anything in my life. I want to fully be a part of it and fully be present. So I knew I was always coming back, but I had to kind of let life happen to where I got to a smooth point where I could fully start focusing back on the podcast and talking with you guys. But I have missed you so very much and I've missed doing this. Um, and I'm so excited to be getting into season two. I know a lot of you probably thought I forgot about you, but I definitely didn't. Um, we are back. And we're going to kind of hit the road running hard, stronger than ever with this first episode. Um, I hope everybody has been doing well. I think the last episode was right before Christmas and the new year. So I hope everybody's had a great, you know, 2022 so far, despite uh, the craziness of the world and all these different diseases and stuff. It's just really wild. But despite those things, I hope everybody's been enjoying their year and their summer so far. I know I have. Um... It's kind of crazy how the fall is already right around the corner, but that's one of my favorite seasons, so I can't complain. But anyway, um, I've missed you guys. I'm excited to be back. I hope you're excited for the podcast to be back. And we're going to get right into the episode today. So before I give you guys the topic for today's episode, I just wanted to give you a kind of a preview of season two. Um, So in my opinion, season one was all about working on ourselves, right? It was about growing and healing and becoming better and just truly becoming our best selves and and the relationship we have with ourselves first and be, you know, getting in a, into a healthy space before we could end up being in a healthy relationship, right? Because if you're not a healthy person and you're not in a good space, it, you're going to just it's going to just carry into a relationship and it won't be healthy either. So season one was all about working on ourselves, about being better people and learning how to be mindful and repairing ourselves and, you know, learn how to be vulnerable and all these things about us. Well, season two now is going to be about relationships. Um, It's going to be about just the different aspects of them, what kind of goes on, the male versus the female and, and what the differences are sometimes with those and just key things that we also don't always think about. And we really should, things to be mindful of, things that will just help you to have a healthier and better relationship with your partner or with a friend even. Just relationships all across the board, platonic, romantic, and just the different aspects of them that have to be there in order to have a healthy relationship. And there's going to be certain things I know that are going to come up in this season that you may not have ever even thought about that may really help you progress in your relationship or friendship with your partner or with your friend. Um, So that's what season two is going to kind of be about is if I had to give it one kind of title, it's going to be relationships. And season one was kind of about self. So I just wanted to kind of give that as a preview so that you kind of had an understanding of what season two was as we proceed with the topics. So the topic for today is selflessness. And I know it doesn't sound like much, but I'm telling you guys, like, this is, this is truly, I had to really sit and think about it uh, the last couple of weeks. And I'm like, you know, this needs to be the first episode because this is truly the foundation of having any type of healthy relationship with anybody. 
uh, whether it's romantic or platonic. Um, this is the foundation. This has to be there for both people to truly be happy and for their cups to be full and for them to thrive within that friendship or that relationship. It just has to be. And I say that because, and I'm going to give the definition of what a selfless person is in just a second. And it's going to be kind of one that I put together in my own words, but it's still taking most of the actual definition. Um, I just kind of put it in my own words for this episode. But when you have a relationship where there is one selfless person and one selfish person, that relationship is going to always be one-sided. That relationship is going to struggle. Uh, It's not really going to move forward much. And eventually that selfless person is going to start to feel like they do not matter. And so just in those couple of words, one-sided, struggle, don't matter, that doesn't sound very healthy, does it? So that is why this has to be the first topic of this season and, and why this had to be episode number one is because as we go on with this today, you're going to understand why if you don't have this first, you can't evolve into anything else that we're going to talk about this season. You can't even move forward. So the definition of a selfless person, and I'm going to go ahead and read the, you know, the straightforward definition that you would find if you looked it up on your phone quickly, and I'm going to elaborate in my own words on top of this definition. But if you were to Google right now selfless, it would say, concerned more with the needs and wishes of others than with one's own and you are an unselfish person so you are the opposite of selfish so I truly feel like a selfless person just to elaborate a little bit is just somebody who is constantly a giver I kind of like to call selfless people givers and selfish people takers and I'll explain the selfish side later. But selfless people are just people who truly want to give. They truly want to serve others. And they are way more concerned about making sure you have what you need and that they're thinking about you before they ever even think about themselves. And that, to me, is like the epitome of a, a selfless person. And I, thankfully, have had the privilege and blessing of knowing so many and being surrounded by so many um, in this lifetime. Because it's truly, truly a blessing to have givers and selfless people in your circle and to be in a relationship with one on top of all of that. It's a beautiful thing. So now that we understand the definition of a selfless person, we can kind of tie this back to just the statements I made just a few minutes ago about how if somebody like that gets in a relationship with somebody who is the opposite of that, what do you think is going to happen? A selfless person being in a relationship is always going to think about their partner first 90 to 95 percent of the time like all the time and a selfish person is going to think about themselves 90 to 95 percent of the time maybe even 100 percent of the time so if you have both people in a relationship only thinking about the one person Who's thinking about the other person? Who is thinking about the selfless person? Because it's not them. They're thinking about you. And it ain't you because you're thinking about you. Who is thinking about them? Who's making sure that they're taken care of? Who, who's checking on them? Who's caring for them? Who's giving to them? Who's filling their cup up? No one. This is why a lot of people get into those phases of their life where all of a sudden you see all these memes and posts pop up where they're like, I got to fill up my own cup for a while. Um, you know, I've been giving to people my whole life. Now it's time for me. And, you know, this season is all about me because the rest of my life has always been about other people. Like anything along those guidelines, those things come about when you have a situation like this where either the partner you had or the, the friendship or circle you were in of friends was nothing but selfish people and you may have been a selfless person nothing but takers and you were a giver takers take givers give that's it's just a very kind of more simplistic way to 
explain selfish and, un- and unselfish people. But that's typically where those statements come from, is most of your life you were surrounded by selfish people and you didn't realize it. And all they did was take and they left you drained. Most of your life you were dating selfish people and you didn't always realize it because you, you know, you were blinded by love like a lot of us have been in our past. And by the time it ended, you realized how much you lost and how much was taken from you and never given back. And now your cup is empty. There is nobody to fill it. And it's up to you to do it. That's typically where all those statements come from. And I think the saddest part about those statements is, you remember how in season one we talked about it a lot, about not becoming what hurt you, not allowing people who mishandled you or misused you to change you? Well, when we do those things, when we make those posts and we make those statements and we actually step into that and do those things to fill up our own cups and we kind of enter that selfish part of our our lives, we are becoming what hurt us. We're becoming selfish. Because the only reason why you got that way was because of selfish people, right? Well, now you're just becoming exactly what hurt you. And that's not, you never want that to be the answer. You never want that to be your solution, right? Because please understand that no form of selfishness ever came from anything healthy. And I'm going to repeat that because it's actually a very deep statement in this episode. And I'll explain briefly why. But no form of selfishness that a person has in them ever stemmed from, rooted from, or came from anything healthy. And I'll explain what I mean by that in just a few pretty quick examples here. Just in those statements we were just talking about, right? You became selfish because of a toxic relationship or friendship. When you bring selfishness into a relationship because of your upbringing and maybe your form of selfishness is you always think about you first before your partner you make sure you get yours that you're taking care of you got what you need before they ever get thought about because when you were younger there wasn't anybody there to take care of you when you were younger people let you down when you were younger there was nobody there making sure you were good you had to depend on yourself You had to raise yourself. You had to take care of yourself. You had to depend solely on you. And if nobody else was going to think about you, you would at least. So you were not forgotten about or not thought about. Well, that translates when we get older into that beautiful statement and episode we had in season one of toxic independence. And that is a form of selfishness if you carry that into a friendship or a relationship. But think about where it stemmed from. It stemmed from absent parents. It stemmed from an empty house. It stemmed from selfish family members who didn't take care of you the way that they should have. They weren't there for you the way that you needed them to be. They didn't care or intend for your needs or think about you. They left it all up to you to have to figure it out. They raised you to be selfish. They raised you to only care about you. And that doesn't just go away. That type of trait is so common in men and women anymore. It doesn't just go away one day. Mind you, some people are able to realize it and heal and and begin their healing process eventually when they get older and they're able to snap out of it, yes, but a lot of us end up carrying that with us into a relationship and then it starts to cause problems. And the crazy part is, is we become that selfish person I was talking about earlier that may end up with a selfless one And we become the selfish one because we're still carrying this stuff. So just like we just discussed, getting into the mindset of it's my season to take care of me and fill my own cup up, that selfish trait came from a toxic relationship or a toxic friendship or friendship circle. Toxic independence and only thinking about you first and making sure you're taken care of and then thinking about others comes from absent parents and a toxic trauma-filled upbringing. So you kind of see now what I mean by no form of selfishness ever is rooted from anything healthy or good. It's always the result of something unhealthy or toxic or somebody mishandling us. That's, it's always the result of that. And it just breeds selfish people all the time and we just don't see it. We don't see it. 
even going into those seasons of it's about me now i need to fill my own cup up i gotta worry about me yes it's easy for the rest of us to jump on the bandwagon and encourage that behavior because maybe we were your friend or something and we knew that the person you were with wasn't good for you however now that i'm a little older and i see things a lot differently and clearly i can't encourage that anymore because you're becoming the same person who just hurt you and a lot of us when we get in those seasons of it's about me it's about me those seasons can last for months sometimes years and you don't just snap out of them when you get in a relationship with somebody you end up carrying that with you into your next relationship to make sure you never feel like that again right it becomes a protective measure you become selfish and put you first because you never want to get put back in that position that you were in because of a selfish person. But what happens when you take that with you into the, your next relationship and you're with a selfless person? What happens? Now you're going to hurt them. You get what I'm saying? You see how becoming what hurt you does not solve the problem. And even if you never ended up getting with a selfless person in your next relationship and it was just another selfish person you're really not learning anything you're just repeating the cycle but now you have more of a protective measure over you so what it doesn't matter it doesn't matter anymore that you keep dating the same person or you keep surrounding yourself with the same people it does matter that's why just becoming what hurt you doesn't ever fix anything is because you're not learning the lesson of how to stay away from people like this or distance yourself or not get this close because two selfish people in a relationship is not a relationship it's just not (laughs) you can ask anybody two selfish people is not a relationship there's no way that that's ever a thing or it's going to go anywhere so you're never going to be able to experience a relationship that way and again like if you get with a selfless person you're just going to end up doing to them what somebody did to you so you see how nothing's really being fixed here and nothing's really being solved so the real solutions here so that we don't end up in these situations or even if for some reason we do the solution is to never become what hurt us the solution is to start surrounding yourself with people who are givers People who are selfless, people who are going to fill up your cup and it's not just up to you to do it. People who would never even imagine draining your cup to even get you here. The solution is getting in relationships with selfless people so that they're filling up your cup and you're filling up theirs and nobody's ever not thought about or missed. See what I'm saying? Selflessness is the cure to selfishness. It's not becoming selfish to battle selfishness that's never going to fix anything but the only way to have that kind of solution and resolution is with discernment when you are a giving person in this world because i always like to say that there are so many more takers than givers in this world unfortunately when you're a giving loving selfless person you have to have discernment to know who to give to You have to have discernment to know who needs to be in your circle, who you should be in a relationship, and who shouldn't be and who you shouldn't be based on whether or not they give back to you. They care about you too. They think about you too. Your needs are met just like you meet theirs. You have to have discernment when you are a giving person because if you don't, you're going to spend your whole life giving to people left and right who probably don't deserve it and who aren't the right people you should be giving to and then when you finally meet the right people you're not going to have anything else and anything left to give them most times in this world i think where people go wrong and our biggest mistakes as givers is we give so much of ourselves to the wrong people which is what leads us to this very situation of drained and my cup's empty and I have to worry about me now and I have to become selfish is because we didn't we lacked the discernment to know who to give to. And unfortunately, we cannot leave it up to the takers to ever stop taking from a giver or just walk away or be the one to fix that because takers are constantly benefiting from givers 
Selfish people constantly benefit from selfless people every day. They're getting everything that they need from that person. It's just the selfless person isn't getting anything, but the selfish person is getting everything that they need. So why would they ever cut it off? Why would they ever walk away? Why would they ever want to lose that lifeline? They're not going to, and they don't want to lose that because it benefits them. So unfortunately, I am talking to the selfless people out here, the givers. When I say you have to have the discernment, it's up to you to protect your energy in this way of who you give to. You can't depend on takers to do that because they're not going to. So I wanted to recap quickly on the definition of selflessness again, just to make it fresh in your minds. Um, The definition of selflessness is to be more concerned with the wants and needs of others over oneself and to be unselfish. The reason why I'm bringing that back up is because I know we were just kind of talking a lot about the selfishness of people and how we can do better at that and grow and heal from it and you know, choose better solutions. But now I really want to bring in why this is the topic for today and why selflessness is so important in relationships, why it's a necessity, why it's the foundation to any relationship. So in relationships and in marriages and in friendships, um, but more more so relationships and marriages right now, um, you're going to have to make sacrifices and compromises sometimes. And in certain relationships, that may be more than sometimes. And if you're a selfish person and you're more concerned about the wants and needs of you over other people and you're not really concerned with what other people want and need, it's your willingness to want to sacrifice and compromise and do anything you don't really want to do is going to barely be there. Like you're not going to want to do any of that stuff. You're not going to want to make sacrifices. You're not going to want to compromise. You're not going to want to do anything you don't want to do because it doesn't really concern you and it doesn't benefit you in any kind of way in your mind. So you can see where that causes an issue. Now, if you're a selfish person, you may be okay with your partner making sacrifices for you all the time. You'll be okay with your partner making compromises for you all the time. But when the shoe's on the other foot and it's time for you to do it, you're hardly ever going to want to and you're probably hardly ever going to do that for them. And please understand that this isn't going to go unnoticed for too long by your partner. Because eventually, and that's why I say this is for friendships too, because eventually, whether it's a, a, a partner or a friend, they're going to start to realize like, you know, I'm always making sacrifices for you. I'm always compromising for you. I'm always doing things for you and with you that you want to do that I may not always care to do, but you don't ever really do anything for me. You don't ever really make any sacrifices for me. You don't compromise for me. You don't do anything I really want to do because you don't want to do it. Like it's going to start to become very noticeable. It, It doesn't go under the radar for too long. And like I said, when you're a selfish person, as long as whatever it is that your partner may be asking you to do or you want to do, as long as it benefits you, You're all game for it. But as soon as it doesn't, you could care less. And that's not that's not how you operate in a relationship. Because please understand everyone, because I think some people get this confused and it's concerning. A relationship is not just one person. A relationship is two people and what the other person wants and needs and what they find interest in that matters, too. You're not the only person that matters in the relationship and what you want and how you want things to go. It's not always going to go how you want it to go. It's not going to always be how you want it to be all the time. If you want it to be that way, then you should probably stay single because in a relationship, it is two people and what they need and what they want and what they want to do sometimes that matters too, not just you. That's something we have to understand. (laughs) And learn how to flow and surrender to in our relationships and know that it's okay. But in order to be able to flow and surrender, you have to understand what selflessness means and you have to be able to embody it in order to truly flow and surrender to it. If you don't understand selflessness and you're not truly a selfless person really at all, then you're not going to get it and it's not going to be genuine when you do it. 
And the crazy part is, is what I challenge people to do while listening to this episode is think about how much does your partner or friends, how much do they do this for you? How much do they do something they don't really care to do, but they know you like it? How much do they compromise for you? How much do they sacrifice for you? How much does that happen from the people around you that they do that for you versus how much do you do it for them? That is something to always have a self-reflection moment every so often that I encourage people to do when it comes to relationships and friendships is realize how much the people around you actually probably do sacrifice for you and compromise for you and and do things sometimes that they don't always care to but they know it it's making you happy it's serving you and giving to you think of how much that happens and how much that's given to you from the people around you and then think about how often do you do it and some of us are going to find that well man my partner does that for me all the time but I really can't remember the last time I did it for them yeah that ends up coming off as selfish to them it doesn't scream selflessness you know and I get it it's easy to get comfortable in relationships but I'm telling you that comfort word is the devil and will kill any type of good relationship when you get too comfortable because you stop caring about the other person you stop thinking about them you stop putting them first you stop being concerned about their needs and you get caught up in you and that's still a form of selfishness and that's not what we're aiming for here we're aiming for selflessness so I challenge people to kind of stop this and think about that for a second because that right there alone could save a lot of people right now who aren't you know overly selfish or anything they just have tendencies and get caught up sometimes that right there and having that self-reflection moment maybe once a month or once a week if you need to or once every few months could keep you from falling down that comfort zone hole and becoming selfish in that way it could really keep you from doing that if you just practice more mindfulness and self-reflection and really on top of practicing mindfulness and self-reflection it's a form of gratitude and we do touch on that in season one episode four Um, it's called moving in gratitude we don't obviously go into this part because we weren't talking about relationships at the time but now we can elaborate and just say that when you're moving in gratitude another part of that is when you're having self-reflection moments and you're being mindful kind of having these moments of realizing and and just constantly always being aware of what the people around you do for you and how they're there for you and how amazing of a support system they are how amazing of a partner they are and you're constantly just always being grateful for what you have and grateful for what who's in your life it tends to help you never become too comfortable it tends to help you never fall down that hole of selfishness where you stop being concerned about their needs and wants because you're constantly always just so grateful that they're in 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 your life that you're showing that gratitude with being selfless see how that all kind of ties together so on top of being mindful and self-reflection it's also practicing gratitude for the people in your life for your support system for your partner for your village and you naturally will start to kind of show that in your actions with selflessness um it's just something i have realized is it could really help people you know because i have learned that most people are just always on autopilot and we also touched on this and i think episode three in season one of stimulated so please feel free to you know recap and, and kind of refresh yourself and go back to season one for those two episodes three and four um just to kind of know what we're talking about if you're new to the season or you're new to the podcast but because i'm gonna definitely reference back a lot because a lot of season one was like a build-up to get here you know but I've learned that most people are just always on autopilot and they never really think consciously about much of what they do and what they say. So they're always just moving and doing, but they're not thinking. You know what I mean? They're not thinking. They're not being present. And it's concerning because it can cause a lot of problems. When you're unconsciously just speaking all the time and you're not present, when you're unconsciously just doing all the time and you're not present, that can cause a lot of issues. Because you're never really being mindful of anything, especially your partner. So with this, when you're being on autopilot, you're never really present. You're, you don't really bother to think about anybody else 
or what they may do for you or the selfless people who are around you and it will never allow you to have that gratitude or have that moment of being mindful because you're on autopilot so with this I truly think if people were to just practice more mindfulness more gratitude have more self-reflection moments of this manner it could really change a lot and be a fix for certain people out there who just kind of fall into those selfish tendencies sometimes or that comfort hole and you know like we discussed a little earlier but just kind of wrapping it all together into one statement like the best way to kill selfishness is healing growing mindfulness practicing gratitude self-reflection all those things practicing thankfulness which is just another way of saying practicing gratitude but those are the ways to really kill selfishness in a relationship but you have to actually want to you have to care enough to do it you have to want to do it you have to see a problem with it and you have to first and foremost understand selflessness and how important it is to a relationship and why you will never have a healthy one or a good one or a balanced one if you don't understanding has to happen first before everything else but those are the ways in my opinion after you understand and you care enough to do it those are the ways to do it and when I say you have to care to do it please understand that the caring comes from realizing that you working on this like say you're one of those people listening right now and maybe you're realizing that you are more of the selfish person in your relationship or in your friendship and you want to work on it and you want to become more selfless you have to care enough to want to do it because you want to be good to those people who are good to you because you want to give you want to serve because you want to make your partner happy like they make you happy you want to give to your friends and make them happy the way they do you you want to show up for them how they show up for you it's the caring part comes in as caring about others you have to care about other people to be selfless so you have to care to want to do it not for yourself but for others you know like every part of selflessness is totally not about self and it's not about how can you benefit from this what can you get out of it because man this world has truly become filled with so many people who constantly look at things from a lens of how does this benefit me what can I get out of this and thinking about themselves first over and over and over again like I can't tell you how many times I have seen it I've heard it in relationships too where you're constantly like your partner may want to do something or they may ask you to do something and your first thought is like well that doesn't really benefit me that doesn't do much for me like that's the first thought that you have or the questions that you ask yourself but Please understand that a true selfless person does not first think about how something's going to benefit them before they make up their minds of whether they want to do it or not. A selfless person never sits there and tries to think about what they get out of something before they decide to do it. They truly just do it and flow with it because they know it's something their partner needs or wants and it's serving. They do it because it's giving, not about what they get from it not about what it's going to do to them they're thinking they're thinking about what it's going to do for the other person and they know it's going to make them happy so that's just how they make their decision that's what it's based off of selfish people sit in how it's going to benefit them and make their decision off that but i want to kind of clear something up that i think has gotten misconstrued over the years in a relationship there's going to be times where things don't always directly benefit you but if it's serving your partner, making them happy and fulfilling their needs or wants in something or doing something they want to do, it may not always directly benefit you, but please understand that essentially it does benefit you in some kind of way. The more you give and fill their cup up, the more they give and fill your cup up. It's a beautiful exchange of giving over and over and over again when you're with a selfless person and you're also being selfless. So it's always going to benefit you in some kind of way, even if you don't directly see it. And that's something I think a lot of people in relationships don't understand. You don't get that part, but it's true. The more happy you make somebody, the more you're giving and filling up their cup, as long as they're another selfless person, the more they're going to make you happy and do things you want to do and fill up your cup. Please, please understand that because it could really change your mindset about a lot of things if you're one of those people who 
tends to not want to do anything if it ain't sounding good to you or it doesn't seem to benefit you. That could really change things in your mindset towards it when you realize that is really important. And I know that most people that tune in, you guys know I'm a spiritual person and I believe in God. And, you know, I know everybody has their own beliefs and views, which is awesome and totally cool. I never push mine onto anybody, but I do bring God into quite a few of my episodes to tie messages in because they're powerful. Um, and, you know, God pushes selflessness very heavily throughout the entire Bible. And I truly think that he does it because he knows that selfless people are going to be the ones to truly heal and save and balance this world. I mean, seriously, if you think about it, how can selfish people and takers heal or balance or save this world in any capacity? If all you ever do is take and you don't ever worry about giving back, like it's going to destroy the world. If anything else, if there's too many, you know, so I think he pushes it because he knows that. And I also think he pushes it because he knows that when two selfless people get together, how amazing it is, how how beautiful it is. Same for friendships. When a bunch of selfless givers get into a friendship group, how amazing it is and how it can truly elevate you and make you so much better of a person than you could have ever became on your own. Having the right people around you, being in the right relationship can take you and elevate you to to lengths you never thought you could get to. It can make you stronger, better in every way, kinder, just it can help you thrive more than you ever could alone, more than you could have ever given yourself trying to be selfish. And I think he truly knows that. And on top of everything else, you really think about it. How does being selfish benefit anything God wants for us? How does it tend to it? How does it benefit it in any kind of way of what he wants for us? It doesn't. It only benefits your worldly wants, your ego. And that's kind of pretty much it. It benefits and it kind of coddles your trauma. It coddles the hurt. It builds a shield around it. It's that temporary band-aid. But it doesn't benefit or do anything that God wants for us, which is the best for us, to be our best selves. You can't become your best self being selfish. You just can't. So as we are slowly approaching just some key topics that I want to touch on um, towards the end of the episode, I wanted to talk about the healing aspect of this too. And also just touch on the fact that I know in the beginning of this episode, we harped a lot on what can happen when selfish people get with selfless people and how to kind of resolve that selfishness and work through that and how, you know, selfless people have to have discernment to know who to give to and who not and who to stay away from and, you know, how we don't want to be in those types of relationships and have those people around us. But then the second part of the episode was more so discussing that, you know, if you're with somebody and you're a selfless person, but they may have some selfish tendencies that they can get better, they can grow out of that, they can they can heal from that and, and want to be better and care enough to want to do better for you. But I wanted to tie all that in together so that it was not confusing for anybody that the reason why I touch on both is because a friendship and a relationship doesn't always have to be severed because there's selfishness that goes on. It's just depending on the level of selfishness that takes place and the level of selfishness that person has. There are some people who aren't truly selfish people who really are giving, but they may have selfish tendencies that come out sometimes because of trauma, whether it's from their upbringing, a relationship, life, whatever, that they're just tendencies, whether maybe it's a comfort zone thing and they just got too comfortable or they're on autopilot. That doesn't mean that they're not a giving person. That just means they have selfish tendencies that they have to work through. And when you're in a relationship, you want to help each other become better, right? So you being that selfless person and maybe you're identifying that and the self selfish person isn't because they're they're not even consciously doing it. They don't even know they're doing it. Identify those things. Talk to them about it. Have a conversation. You'll see whether or not they care enough to want to change it. Maybe they didn't even know they were doing it or that they tend to seep back into that sometimes because of their trauma. And it's just something they need to heal from and work through. Those types of things are more than capable of being worked through. So not every friendship and relationship has to be severed because of small moments of selfishness. It's the ones where that person 
is just every bone in their body is selfish. They could care less about you and want to do for you. Like you can't be around people like that. You know, they they're not caring enough to want to change for you or be better or for themselves even to to be a better person. Like those are the types of things that have to be severed. There is no fixing it. But when you have just those small tendencies, they're more than able to be worked through as long as the other person cares enough about you and about themselves to want to work through it. So I wanted to, to make sure that I touched on that so that it wasn't confusing in any kind of way. But of course, make those decisions on whether it's able to be worked through or not. If you are that selfless person with a friend or a partner, make that decision based on is the friendship worth it? Is the relationship worth it? Because let's be honest, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's it's not. And we just maybe got with the wrong person and didn't really know them fully or Maybe they really never were a friend and we're just now realizing that and there is no fixing it. But always make sure that that person has that chance. Give them that chance if they're worth it. Because everybody deserves a chance to become better and be better, especially if their selfishness, which more times than not always does stem from a traumatic relationship event, their upbringing, and it may just be certain tendencies that they have and they don't even know they're doing it. Everybody deserves a chance to become better in this area, in my opinion, but as long as they're worth it to you, that's all I will tell you. And now I'm going to speak directly back to those people who may have found through this episode that maybe they are more of that selfish person in their friendships or relationships. Um, and again, I want to make sure I, I touch on this because I think a lot of us have had moments in life where we were selfish. Maybe there are a few of you who didn't, and that's amazing. But I'm sure most of us did. So this is never to be calling anybody out. This isn't to make anybody feel bad. Every episode that we do in the True Talk podcast is to truly help you become a better person and to help you thrive in life and to be your, the healthiest version of you, the most healed version of you, and to be in a healthy relationship because I know how beneficial that is for, for us as people. So it's never to come for you in a bad way. It's to come for you in a loving way. So if you're one of those people who are listening and maybe you find after you sit on this that you maybe do have selfish traits or tendencies and want to become better, please understand this. And this is where the healing part comes in. If your selfishness comes from the fact that you didn't have anybody there for you growing up, the way that you should have. If people never showed up for you, if people never cared for you the way you cared for them, your needs were never tended to, but you tended to everybody else's. And that's how your whole life has been, is showing up for others and nobody showed up for you. That everybody left you dependent on yourself to take care of you, to make sure things got done, to think about you. And that's where your selfishness stems from of why you think about you before other people. I'm talking directly to these people. Please understand And know that when you get with a good, healthy, selfless, please dial in on those keywords though, of course. But when you get with a good, healthy, selfless partner, they will think about you first 95% of the time. Which is all the time, in my opinion. They will think about you first all the time. They will be concerned about your wants and needs and making sure that they are met and taken care of, and that you are taken care of all the time first. You don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to be the one to think about you first anymore. You don't have to be the one to make sure you're taken care of, and your needs are met, and your wants are met first before you think about your partner anymore, out of fear that somebody's not going to think about you, or that you're not going to get what you need. Because that's a, it's a fear. It's a real fear. But you don't have to be worried about that anymore or fear that when you get with the right person, when you get with a selfless, giving, loving, good, healthy person, you don't have to fear that anymore or worry about that anymore or do that. You don't have to be in survival mode anymore. It's okay to trust them with that. It's a big part of this. You have to trust your partner with that. To know that they're going to take care of you and think about you. You have to trust them and you have to trust yourself to allow yourself to trust them. Trust yourself and know it's going to be okay and you're going to be taken care of. 
And as they're thinking about you first and you can trust and know that they're doing that, then it opens up that space for you to think about them first and know that because you're thinking about them and maybe not you first this time, you're still going to be all right and you're still going to be taken care of. I understand that this takes time. This takes effort, consistency, and it is not easy. It takes healing and trusting and patience, but it is necessary. If you're one of those people, it is necessary. You don't have to have that thought, well, what about me anymore? You don't have to have that thought because your partner is already covering that. They already thought about that. It is necessary that you do this. I know it's hard. I know it's uncomfortable, but we grow in uncomfortability. And your partner will be there every step of the way with you to do it. But I'm talking to the partners now. If you're working on this with your partner, if you're that selfless partner working with your selfish partner who's trying to be better in this area and this is where their selfishness stems from, you got to have patience. You got to show them grace and understanding and just be there with them and help them to get better at it, but be supportive and patient. And back to kind of talking to my non-selfless partners right now who are working on this. You got to always remember, you can't stay in the same mindset of that. I got to get mine. I got to take care of me first. If you want to be in a relationship, if you want to have a a healthy relationship and a healthy friendship or a group of people around you, you cannot have those mindsets anymore because selflessness is truly the epitome and definition of a beautiful, healthy relationship, platonic or romantic. You'll never have one if you don't learn this. And, and heal through it and grow out of it. Again, I know it's not easy. I know it's going to be uncomfortable. I know it's going to take time. You got to show yourself grace. You got to be patient with yourself, but be consistent. But just you got to trust yourself and trust your partner to know it's going to be all right. And you got to overcome that fear that's stemming from the trauma in your childhood, stemming from the, the trauma from relationships. And very quickly here, I just kind of want to have another little spiritual moment and tie-in, but God never told us to fear anything or anyone but him. So basically, he told us to fear nothing. So who do you think is playing on that fear? Who do you think wants you to stay in that same state your whole life of being scared and fearful and overprotective and selfish all the things that keep you from being able to get in a relationship with somebody who wants to give to you and love you the right way and fill your cup up keeps you from having the right support uh, support system around you in village who do you think is playing on that and wants you to stay right there because when we stay in a state of fear we no longer have that faith in God anymore And follow his word because we're too busy changing who we are because we're scared, because we're hurt, because we're angry, we're upset. Fear makes people do really crazy, wild, out of character things. And fear makes people stand still. It doesn't allow them to grow. And that's not what God wants for you. So who do you think's playing on that? That fear in this topic leads to becoming and being selfish, which is the opposite of what God wants for us, which is to be selfless. Because he knows what it does for us. He knows the kind of people it will bring into our life to make us that much better. He knows the goodness that comes with it. So my words kind of within that is to you is to be strong, be resilient, be courageous, and know that you will always be taken care of Your whole life, you will always be taken care of while you're taking care of others. The more you give, the more you serve in this life, you will always be taken care of in some kind of way. So this has been an episode. (laughs) I have enjoyed it. Um, This has been a really good one and full of content, just like most of the others. So I would advise you to go back and re-listen and really let it sit with you. Maybe re-listen to certain parts. Because I never truly think when things are close to an hour long that we regurgitate and remember every part of it. Sometimes it's good to just 
break it up and re-listen and just sit on certain segments of it. Um, and anybody who's new to the podcast, like I was saying earlier, I definitely encourage you to go back and, and really listen to season one. Um, it'll help kind of when I'm tying things in throughout this new season because I'm going to be reflecting back a lot on some of those episodes. Um, so I would encourage you to go back and listen to season one if you're new. If you're not new and you need a little bit of a recap, you can go back and listen to season one. But definitely sit on on the content today. This is a really important topic. Um in just a very pivotal episode for this entire season because you will find that as we continue to talk about things that in order to care enough to communicate with your partner in order to care enough to meet your partner's needs in order to to care about anything involving your relationship with your partner or friends that doesn't always directly benefit you and it's for your growth and healing to be better for them and for the benefit of a relationship, you have to first have selflessness as your foundation. So that is why this episode and this topic is so important to really understand and grasp and to start working on it. Because I think a lot of people need to work on this. Just throwing that out there because in this world, this world teaches us to be selfish. This world teaches us to be ego-driven and full of pride and just about self. This world is full of self think about you, take care of you, get yours, like, and it shows in different aspects of things, and different things we've been through in the last couple years, you can see what it's done to people, like, so that's why I say this, this topic is so important, because I know this world is trying to generate a lot of selfish people, but selflessness is really what we want to aim for, to become our best selves, and to have the best people around us, but anyway, the key takeaways here is Remember that selflessness is the foundation and is the most important thing in a relationship to be able to move forward with anything else. Remember that if you are a selfless person to make sure you have discernment and start opening your eyes and kind of paying attention to who to give to and who not to so that you're not draining yourself completely and giving to the wrong people and then having nothing to give to the right people. Um, For those people out there who became selfish because of their upbringings or toxic relationships and it's super tempting to want to jump into this it's about me season and in this selfish part of you because somebody was selfish to you and took everything from you don't always jump right to that as the solution because it's not going to solve anything for you it's not going to make anything better for you whether it sounds good or not it's not going to make anything better for you and it's not going to help you to be able to get into a better relationship it's not going to help you and aid in finding a selfless person to be with or finding selfless people to surround yourself with because you're going to become the selfish person so don't always be so quick to jump into that as your solution you know it's okay to totally take time to heal I mean that's all of that's all of what season one was about is working on self but it had nothing to do with being selfish towards other people and becoming who hurt us it was just about making you a better person totally for that if you're gonna make a season about you do that you know work on yourself this don't make it just it's about me and I gotta be selfish now because somebody was selfish to me you know it's a mindset and how you go about it for the selfless people out there you know just remember that relationships and friendships don't always have to be severed just because there may be small tendencies of selfishness it's always able to be worked through as long as the person who may be having the selfish traits is willing to work on it when you bring it to their attention and actually cares enough to fix it and maybe they didn't know they were doing it you know always give people that chance always leave them the space to to become better because everybody deserves a chance in my opinion in that area but make sure that they're worth it first um, of course and when it comes to just the healing aspect of things you know for those people out there who are trying to work on you know becoming more selfless remember that you got to get over that fear and you got to have you got to be strong and resilient and courageous and work with your partner and know that this is helping you become a better person. This is going to make them happy and benefit your relationship, which is going to benefit the both of you. It's going to be allowing you to just become a giver and truly serve. It's going to help you heal from that trauma and understand that you don't always have to think about you first now that your partner will do that for you and trust in that. But for the partners who are working with those people, you have to be patient with them as well and understanding and and supportive as well. It's a two-way street, you know, when 
you're working on something, your partner should be supportive and understanding and patient because it's going to take some time and effort and consistency. That stuff doesn't change overnight because it took years to become that way. And that's something to always keep in mind. And the last thing I wanted to touch on very quickly because I don't think I mentioned it in this episode at all. But it kind of ties into just the discernment I was saying you have to have when you're a selfless person to make sure that you're giving to the right people and not giving to the wrong is within that discernment. Also, be sure to pay attention to the selfish people out there who will try to fool you into thinking that they're selfless, but they're really not. It's the people who are super good at manipulating you to make you think that they're doing something for you or with you or spending time with you for you. But in some way, shape, or form, it's not really for you. It's because somehow in that, of whatever you ask them to do or what they're doing for you, it benefits them still. Make sure you pay attention to that. Because the key takeaway and why that's an important thing to touch on in this episode is because selfless people do not give to others to expect or receive anything in return. Selfless people give truly to just give and serve and make the other person happy they don't give with the thought in mind of that it's going to benefit them back or to expect anything back or to receive something back they just give to give and that is the overall message here too to wrap everything up is never give to expect something in return or to receive something back give because you truly want to serve that person and make them happy and fulfill their needs and their wants give to give not to expect or receive anything back so just make sure that within your discernment you're also starting to open your eyes and realize and pay attention to this because you could easily let certain people just coast by in your life whether it's in a relationship or friendship because they'll make you think that they genuinely are doing things for you and care about you and 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 being selfless but they're really not they're still manipulating you and getting a benefit out of it every single time but just making you think it's for you and that happens more times than you think in relationships and friendships and the best way to see that is when something does come up that does not benefit that person at all I bet you anything they're either not going to want to do it all of a sudden they're going to cancel last minute it's not going to be a priority to them they're going to randomly forget you're going you're gonna to see how quickly they change when they cannot find a benefit for them in it at all. So it's just something to pay attention to, something to add in there with that discernment to make sure you kind of open your eyes and see it. And I, and I know being a selfless person, it's very hard to even understand selfish people or put yourselves in their shoes because you just don't get it. And that's why sometimes it's easy to be manipulated by selfish people because they have a good way of making certain things seem like it's for you and it's still not. So just something else to pay attention to so that you don't let those kind of people coast by in your life and still keep draining you and you definitely don't even realize it, you know, and that's what we're trying to get away from. So I just wanted to be sure that I added that in and did not forget, but we are at the end of the episode. It has been so amazing talking to you guys. We're back like we never left. So I hope you guys are just as excited about the season as I am. It just feels good to be back. Um, Again, I'm sorry that it's been such a long wait, but, you know, we're back now. And, you know, if if it makes anybody feel better, the wait was for so many amazing things. (laughs) So um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I can't wait to see your guys' reactions. Make sure that, you know, you do follow the True Talk podcast page on Instagram, which is underscore True Talk podcast, because that's the main page that I post all the updates on and when, um, new episodes drop and when they're available to start listening to and typically you know I do drop them on Sundays um, at the same time so I usually do a countdown but I do everything podcast related from that page first and then I typically will link my personal page on there too and post from there too so um, just as long as you follow either one but I'm really trying to get people to follow the True Talk podcast page as much as possible because that is where I'll do all of my updates Um, so make sure you follow that and I do post things on my personal page on Facebook, so make sure you follow me on there as well. And um, I just, I can't wait to see your guys' reactions. Hopefully you enjoy, and I will be back in, in a couple of weeks. I'm not going to pigeonhole myself um, with this season to necessarily drop an episode every two weeks um, just because of just so many things going on in my life. All good things, but just so many things. So I'm not going to pigeonhole myself to the every two week drop. But 
if nothing else, you know, for the next few months, expect a drop every month and we will go from there. If for some reason I drop them every two weeks, then that's awesome. But I just don't want to pigeonhole myself to that. So it could be every two weeks. It could be once a month. Just stay tuned and just follow the page, like I said, for all the updates and when new episodes drop. And make sure, too, that you follow, whether it's through Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure you follow um, my actual podcast page on there. Because anytime I drop a new episode, it will give you a notification, which just makes it easier. So make sure you follow me on either Apple or Spotify Podcast. And I love you guys. I will see you soon. You've been listening to True Talk Podcast with Bree Trudell. Thanks for listening to the show. We hope you had fun. We know we did. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can hook up with us on Instagram. Remember, True has three U's at underscore True Talk Podcast. On Apple Podcast and Spotify at True Talk Podcast. And on Facebook at True Talk. Till next time. Maya Angelou once said, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude.